Welcome back to Rhapsody Podcast, episode number nine. I know I believe my son pointed out to me that I said episode number nine uh, last week, but this is the official episode uh, number nine, the uh, the Kobe episode. Obviously, last week last week we didn't get a chance to uh, to talk about the Kobe situation. It's probably best, I think, if uh, you tried to do it right away, it would have been pretty uh, difficult to put it all in perspective. So uh, this week, Kitch and I spend a good part of the first uh, or the first section of the podcast going over the Kobe aftermath, talking about his legacy, talking about where he ranks sort of all time, uh, some of his top moments, uh, and just trying to put things in perspective. We, um, we go over some of the, you know, we go over his whole career, including the, uh, you know, the incident in, uh, in Colorado, just to put that in perspective as well. But regardless, I mean, when you think about the, the tragedy, it's, it's more than just about Kobe. It's about everyone, um, you know, who's in that helicopter, which is just a, it's hard to even think about it. So, uh, after the Kobe segment, we, we move on to a uh, quick wraps recap, not a ton to talk there. They're beating teams they should beat. So, uh, we just evaluate some of that talk, uh, if there's any trades in the offering, uh, and then it's right into a Super Bowl uh, recap or, uh, discussion with predictions, uh, that leads into backyard gambling, which leads into our, our ever popular segment of what drives you fucking crazy. And uh, lastly, but, uh, any of the business. So it's a relatively short on uh, topics, but it's uh, it becomes a bit of a lengthy discussion for, for some of this stuff. So uh, here we go. Uh, this is it. Episode number nine. Uh, and we have our, our first ever returning uh, guest uh, to kick things off. So we will leave, uh, we'll leave you with, uh, coach Jim Mora. Remark by saying this, and I mean this in all sincerity, I've been coaching for 34 years and tonight I saw and heard one of the most disgusting, rudest, sick demonstrations in my entire career. Probably the worst. When Wade Wilson got hurt, I actually looked up in the sands and saw people standing, clapping and cheering when he was laying on the ground with a knee injury. And I'll say this, those are some sick, sick, sick people. Mentally sick. I thought it was horrible, disgusting, embarrassing, shameful. It stuck. People are sick when they do something like that. Absolutely friggin' sick. Guys out there busting his ass, like all of our guys were, Gets his knee blown up, not badly, hopefully, and they're standing and cheering and clapping. Those are sick people, sick in the head. They ought to get their ass thrown right out of the stadium. Kitch. Mark. We're back from Jamaica. Back, back home. Drying well, out. Yeah not, from, yeah, not from Jamaica. We are now from the, the home offices. The home office, KW, Bermuda. The fact that we are doing this on a Friday night shows that we are mature responsible adults now yeah they were old after one weekend away we can't uh, we can't do it back to back is what that means uh and once again the missing link mike denome is uh unable to join but this one's a legit he got back from jamaica and unfortunately had to take his kid right to sick kids because he caught some sort of virus in jamaica so mike is uh deno as we call him will be uh will be out one more week but he promises i have it i have have it in writing he'll be back or as he said he'll be releasing himself from his contract yep he's back next week he's back next week 
All right. Well, listen, obviously the big news uh, was us doing the pod last week, uh, hungover, and just before the big Kobe news. So obviously that's been the talk of the entire sport. I mean, talk about overshadowing Super Bowl, which I didn't think that was possible. Completely overshadowed. Uh, but let's, you know, I mean, let's quickly get your thoughts or our thoughts on on the aftermath of, of what's happened. Yeah, like tragic, tragic for the whole family, tra- tragic for the for the basketball world. Like just do it. just uh, something you never planned for, and uh, and the fact that uh, the young girls were with them too makes it even makes it even worse. So, uh, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough to uh, to see a guy who you watch play regularly on a on a consistent basis, one of the stars of the league, and uh, probably could have made a good impact. Like I, I I'm I'm a believer that. Uh, if his daughter's as good as people say they were, he and, and could make it to the WNBA level, that Kobe could really make a difference for that league if he got in there as a, as a spokesman and tied himself to it. And, uh, and probably hurts that uh, the, that that as well in the sense if he had got there, I think I think the WNBA could have got a little more presence on a, on a national scale. Well, for me, it's just there's a few things that stood out. It's like, one, just the shock value of it. Like I don't think I realized how big he really was because i mean when i when it was texted to me like i was immediately caught off guard. like it was just for like that feeling of like what that's impossible no way like and then the impact after like i just yeah it just didn't resonate it's just like it wasn't real or it couldn't have been real and then you know everything the aftermath has been such a a major event um i i, I don't think i i mean i knew he was i mean it's hard to believe it's been five years out of the league almost five years out of the league um but I don't think I realized the depth of the the touch that he had with the current generation and how much this generation sort of thought of him as the, as the guy. Um, clearly he was at a few games for the Lakers, the LeBron thing. I think him and LeBron were developing uh, a bit more of a relationship, uh, which was a good thing. So like that, yeah, I just don't think I understood the magnitude of, of what his, what he meant to the current day and, and how hard, tra- I mean, obviously it's a tragic story. And I mean, I think, you know, him dying had he been in the helicopter by himself would have been like as big an event. But when you, you tack on his daughter and those other families and just the devastation of what that is and, and all, I mean, I hate to say this, but probably for all for not, like they shouldn't have been in that helicopter. I mean, when, when the LA, you know, fire department and police departments are all, you know, grounding their, their, their vehicles, I guess their air vehicles as, as a result of this, because they said it's too dangerous to fly. I mean, what are they doing? Uh, and I'm sure, you know, obviously no ill intention, but it's like, oh, this could have been so avoided with just, you know, I guess a, a little more thought, but, but I mean, you're not, you don't want to second guess anyone, but it just, yeah. I mean, it's, it's still like tonight. I mean, I, I'm, we're going to cut this pod uh, relatively short because I want to watch the, uh, the Laker game. It starts in, in an hour because I just think it's going to be such an event and maybe get some closure to, to the whole thing. And, but yeah, it's, to me, it's, it's crazy. Like it's just, I, I, I had no idea what he, what he meant uh, to the league. I mean, some of the elder statesmen, like, I mean, they're devastated. I mean, Jordan. Yeah, and your generation's right. Like my son, uh, who's 21 now, like his, his first jersey was a Lakers fan from day one. His first jersey was Kobe. He, like he wanted, he wanted the Kobe, the Kobe jersey. His buddies won the Kobe jersey. They, uh, they were Lakers fans because of Kobe. So yeah, it was, it was kind of before us. So I don't think we, we didn't really, 
live in our in our passionate years when when he when he was uh, when he was playing but uh but that generation below us yeah that they were they were big big goal well, events i mean forget just your son i mean my boy bobby marcotte who's like 57 he's a huge kobe lover we used to call him kl kobe lover <laughs> so i mean yeah he he resonated uh through i think through a bunch of generations but i just uh again like i i go back to it he just yeah it still it still doesn't seem real after you know six days of this it's no. just bizarre and you know the way that i mean i think the league has handled it as well as they possibly could have obviously unprecedented for something like this uh at first i was against canceling any games but now in hindsight the canceling the tuesday clippers laker games makes perfect sense to do this thing right tonight and just give everybody a chance and would have been weird to have played a game without his family sort of processing or had a chance to come out and make a statement, which, you know, Vanessa did, I think on uh, Wednesday uh, and then give the Lakers a chance. So it it, may, it makes perfect sense. I think, so I think the league's done a, a really good job with it. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I guess the, the, but the only other thing to all this is, yeah, and it's a terrible time to talk about it because it just you know, the time it doesn't seem right, but you cannot escape his legacy without that whole Colorado incident. And, you know, I've had lots of conversations uh, on it with people, you know, about what does it mean? What happened? I read a couple, I went back and read a couple articles this week on it. And my goodness, it's an ugly, ugly story. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to suggest that um, people have turned a blind eye to it, but I mean, he, it, it would appear based on everything you that you've read that he got a bit of a free pass on all that stuff. And yeah, now is probably not the time to be talking about it, but you can't, you can't gloss over it. And when you think back to when he won an Oscar uh, two years ago, and that was right in the middle or right at the beginning of the, the me too movement. And again, I mean, there's a guy just for whatever reason, got a free pass right through that. Whenever, like when you think about the people have been crucified, um, you know, in in most cases, uh, very rightly so, but I mean, you, you look at him, he walked through that and no one sort of blinked an eye at the fact that, you know, he had a major incident and he admits to some pretty not great things about that incident. Uh, oh. And then, you know, ultimately settled by, you know, by paying her 5 million bucks or whatever it was. So again, I think it's a, it's not the right time to talk about it, but um, you certainly can't, you cannot forget about it because it's, it's a stain on his, on his record, but he, for whatever reason, it's, it's sort of. It's certainly not part of uh, anyone's uh, forethought when you think of Kobe. No, no, no. And yeah, my, like, were you a big Kobe fan when he was playing? Like, was you? So no, I, I wasn't, but partly because like I get stuck with uh, certain things when it comes to players that I really like. And, you know, I'm, I was a huge Jordan guy and I, I would do anything to protect Jordan's legacy. So, <laughs> which yeah. is ridiculous from a 47 year old man, almost 47 year old man. But, uh, yeah, anyone that was even they it's like why well, I hate LeBron. It's like people talk about him like he's Jordan. It's like, no, not even close. So I can't like you. And the fact yeah. that, you know, you might even talk about yourself in that capacity. And Kobe didn't as much. I think Kobe respected uh Jordan obviously immensely. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I just I was never a Kobe guy uh coming up. So I, I mean I didn't I don't know his career probably as well as uh obviously Laker Nation. I mean, God, talk about a community being devastated. Oh I mean, what they've done this week and the the way they've showed up and stuff is, I mean, it's clear that man owned, owned LA. I mean, I think he's as big as, he was as big as magic, if not bigger. So yeah, I mean, I, not a, not a huge Kobe guy uh, through his years, but obviously, you know, 
can't argue the fact, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but you can't argue the fact that he's obviously one of the all-time greats. Yep. Uh, but that said, I don't know if you were following it this week, uh, a bunch of people, although there's a, there's a petition with like, I think over 3 million signatures now that Kobe should be the, the new logo. Uh, so I'll let you. Yeah. I, your thoughts I, on that. I just, I don't like it. I, I, I don't think this logo goes to any one player. Like it's, if, if you're trying to represent as a league and a community and a team, I don't think you put a one, you don't put one player on that, in that logo. And like, there's, so you've had good players pass away. Should they be part of that? Should they be part of that logo. Yeah, they didn't die tragically, but but they still passed away. Why? Why? Why should you put this over, over that? I I I gotta. I don't. I really. I really don't hope the league does not just go with a, one individual logo. I think it's got to be more of a generic. Just yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a great point. I mean, you would be setting a pretty big precedent by by making him the logo and. I don't think the league's ever even come out and said that, yes, Jerry West is actually the person that they have for the logo. I don't think that's ever been uh, officially acknowledged. Uh, and therefore, changing that to put Kobe on there. I mean, yeah, what happens next? I mean, what if Jordan died tomorrow? Yeah. Just, I mean, right? Change the logo clearly, again? I, I, yeah. You can't I mean, set is, that. I don't think you set that trend. No. And I would, I'd be surprised if they if they went that route. Um, and I agree with you. It's just it, they What they probably should do is change the logo, but to just to a generic sort of yeah. all-encompassing, you know, global type. Uh, logo i guess something like that because i mean that's what the nba is all about they're not they're not trying to promote one particular player yep. uh, but i get it. i mean i get the groundswell of of um this sort of reaction or this sort of support for something like that but i just yeah i'm with you i don't i don't think um i don't think you can do it so but tonight i mean tonight will be i mean i can't even imagine what that stadium's gonna be like tonight it'll be it'll be um it'll be crazy is it, is it uh, the Lakers home game or a Clippers home game tonight? No, Lakers, Lakers uh, Clippers played last night and lost uh, after they did a pretty awesome tribute actually to them. Um, okay. It was really, really good. But tonight's the Lakers' first game since, and they're at home to Portland. So it'll be, okay. uh, I mean, they'll be, I can't imagine there'll be a dry high in the, a dry eye in the house. Um, so yeah, but and that's why we're definitely in the Kate Markout zone tonight, wrapping this baby up early. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So we were going to, uh, nephew Zach. Uh, asked that we do a, uh, at least at the bare minimum, do a top five uh, all-time Kobe segment. So uh, I'm going to do at least a top three because that's pretty much all the research that I did. Um, but I could probably, def- probably, probably speak for I could probably speak for So you got four? All right. I, I know that's why we're late starting the pod because you were doing all this research on stuff that I can't imagine you were doing research on. But so I'm going <laughs> to let, we're going to, let's count down from four. We're, you know, we're, this is a different podcast. So yeah, we're going to count down from four. Count down from four. So uh, Chris Kitchen, Kobe, top four. Four, four to one or one to four? No, four to one? Obviously, who starts with number one? It kind of kills number four if you start with number one. Uh, but, I, I, okay. Number four. Okay, I'll say my number fourth one was June, June 2000. So this oh, is early on. dates, too. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That game, se- that's game, seven, game seven, Western Conference final versus Portland. So they're down. They're, they're the Western Conference, oh. Western Conference final last game. They're down 16 points in the fourth quarter. And uh, Kobe and Shaq go off. Come back in that in the game on the road in the fourth quarter, knock off Portland, and then go on to win their first of three consecutive championships. So that was the first the first one they won uh, as a as a duo, and uh, and and in the Western Conference Final battle back in the, in the last half of Game Seven. So that okay, was my- so what? All right, so I'll, I'll and we'll go and uh, give me your fourth. Well, Matt, yeah, I'll match. I'll go with my fourth. So uh, I went with my fourth was 
when Kobe tore his Achilles and then stepped up, banged down his two free throws and then walked off the court. I mean, this whole, like, you've, obviously we've all heard at infinitum, the Mamba mentality and, you know, who he was and that sort of thing. But I mean, that was most guys who tear their Achilles and I've seen it a few times. I mean, generally speaking, that's it. They're over, they, they, they get off the court and they move on and someone else shoots those free throws to him. And that's just, he wouldn't let that happen. He just was like, nope, I got fouled. They're my free throws. I'm shooting them. I'm and not only shooting them, but I'm making them. Making them. And yeah. then because I mean at that point, who knows what he's thinking? He's probably maybe he's thinking this is the last, this might be the last moment of my career. Um yeah. so and he did. So for me, number four was that I just let I did I did appreciate him having the gumption to go out there and bang down two free throws with the torn Achilles. So yeah. there you go. That's number four. All right. Number three, number three, March 2007. So seven years after the first um the first one with the first title. Four consecutive 50-point games. 65 points versus Portland, 50 versus Minnesota, 60 versus Memphis, and 50 versus New Orleans. I haven't seen much of that in this day and age. Four, four, in, a row, four in a row over 50. So, what year was so, that? That was in 2007. So it's funny. If you, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's amazing. that's pretty incredible. Um, and you may not say anything like that. I mean, Harden was pretty close last year, some craziness like that, but not at that level. But it's funny on the uh, on the Bill Simmons our our mentor, our collective mentor podcast, uh, they were talking about the the different phases of Kobe's career. And Simmons actually sort of, I didn't say he tears him down, but he, he certainly talks openly about how Kobe went into that. You know what? F you, I'm chucking it. I'm going to shoot it 40 times a night. And you know what? Cause that's what I do. And so that, I think that was sort of the beginning of that phase of like, get out of my way. This is my team. The rest of you guys are, <laughs> you know, just be grateful when you get the ball. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I agree that, I mean, but still the, I, I do remember, I, I vaguely remember, you know, watching those highlights, uh, and sort of the, the banter about what he was doing. And I mean, then, yeah, that's pretty good. That's not, that's not a bad one. Yeah. Um, so number three for me is, uh, is the 81, 81 points against our beloved Raptors. Um, I think we were talking about this in Jamaica, but yeah. What do you have? Uh, 25 at the half, 26, 26, 26, half. 26 half, which by the way is not a bad night. No, no, he doesn't play again. That's not a bad night. Um, and then just, I mean, I watched the highlights of that uh, a couple of days ago. I mean, just went off. What was the third I, quarter I mean, like thirty-four in the third quarter, something like that? It was yeah, I think, yeah, it was, I think yeah, I think yeah, I think it was thirty-three in the third uh, to give him fifty-nine. And yeah, then right. uh, simple math says he did twenty twenty-two in the uh, in the fourth. Yeah. Which like think about that. Those are all really good games in those particular quarters. Quarters, but I, I think. Um, what was the stat in that third quarter? I think he scored all but two points in that quarter first. <laughs> and in that third, I don't think he had a great assist night. I don't think it was a double double. The raps were up. The raps were up eighteen in that. Uh, in that and that's what he said quarter. in his post game. He's like, "Listen, they were like, well, you know, were you uh, were you trying to score a hundred? And and to his credit, I mean, he said all the right things. I mean, he's like, I was trying to win. We were yeah. we were down. Uh, I knew I needed to take over, and he's like, I got rolling and, and I went, but I got. I don't care what the I mean, I don't think in our in our generation, I don't think we'll ever see eighty one from anybody. No, I don't think so. Not in the, not in this day and age. All right. Um what's that? That's three. So we were at with two. So four or three, yeah, then two. So that's that was my one. That was my one. So you, you took my my number one there with the the eighty one points. Oh, you went to one well, okay. Well we can talk about we'll talk about that when we get to one. You can say that okay, sure, you have to say sure. it now. So now you've, you've kind of you killed the suspense. <laughs> Who's ever still hanging on thir- sixteen minutes in is like, oh well, now I know it catches one. <laughs> number two, number two for me is Bryant's uh 
62 points by the end of the third quarter versus the Mavs. So they're up. Uh, he has, the Mavs mm-hmm. have scored 61 and, and Brian has scored 62. So he's got 62 points to the Mavs 61. This is December of 05. So this is two years before he went to that 50, that 50 point streak. And uh, they were killing the Mavs. So I get, I listened to the news this week and, and Jackson said he sort of gave, he gave Kobe the option if he wanted to stay in and Kobe said, no, no, we got this game. So they're painting the picture of how he wasn't, how he wasn't, a guy that was completely for the stats. It was a guy that was uh, that was one of the team to win as well, and, and didn't didn't play the fourth quarter because they were pummeling them so quickly. Well, take, I mean, take that for what it's worth. Yeah, sixty two is a good night too. I don't think yeah. I don't think he was thinking I'm going to get thirty nine to beat Will Records. Sixty two, yeah, you know, call it a night. It's not horrible. You're probably going to be on ESP. You'll probably be on top ten. Yeah, yeah. After three quarters, <laughs> yeah, you've you've done your job. Yeah, that's reasonable. Uh, yeah, God, it's amazing. Like I, I don't even remember that to be honest. Uh, I remember you, like I remember hearing, but I don't remember, I can't remember the circumstances of what, how he scored 62 to their 61, but yeah, I mean, it's, God, it's incredible. You think about yep. it. Um, yeah. so for me, very close, uh, I am February 2nd, 2009 for my number two, when he lit it up at the garden. And the reason why he's, it's number two for me, is because it's the garden. And at the time, I think before, God, I think Devin, who has, this? is it Devin Booker? Who has it now? So I don't know somebody, uh, it's either Booker yeah, maybe Carmel. I don't know, but he put uh, Kobe put up sixty one at the Garden in like I actually watched. That, I remember watching that game live, um, and it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable what he did, and it, it was funny. I think the week before LeBron had uh, been in there and put up fifty and put on what they thought was a a real display. And, and when you when you watch that game, it was almost like he was sitting there going, "LeBron, this is still this is still my town, still my league." And, you know, the display that he put on that night, I, I encourage all the youngsters like Zach, Johnny, Bobby, Kate, hit the YouTube highlights of 61 at MSG. That is a, uh, that is quite the performance and the and the place was going. The best part about it was, and that's why it makes it so great. Like the garden, when you get going like that, they almost become your fans. And they yeah. did that night and it was, uh, yeah, it was awesome. That. Yeah, yeah I, remember, it was awesome. I remember the, the away fans were, were, were right into it. Oh yeah, it was yeah, it was awesome. So there you go. So now, Kitch, oh, Kitch, no one knows. This is very suspenseful. What's your number one? My number one is eighty-one points versus the Raps. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, but you are no, discussed. I heard that. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so let's get. <laughs> uh, and you know, for me, I went number one, and I went uh, a little bit different, and probably a lot of people won't like this, but it was uh, game seven against Portland. His lob pass to Shaq when Shaq. Um, you know, he throws up a, you know, really good lob, but pretty high. Most guys are going to get there and Shaq throws it down, but then just sort of the reaction of both of them and what that meant. Like that was, uh, I mean, they were down big and they were down 14 going into the fourth quarter, uh, of that game. And that spurred them on. Oh, there's the paper sounds in the background. That's nice. Yeah, there we go. We'll see if we can dull that in the editing uh, process. Um, but like, I think that, you know, that spurred them to their first of three straight uh, championships. So like, it was a humongous moment. And yeah, I mean, I just, I remember just the reaction of it all and, and what it meant. So, I mean, I, just, I put that one number one, cause it was, you know, they still, I mean, when all week when they were showing the highlights, that was easily one of the top two or three that they were, they were continually showing. So uh, there you go. That's my, uh, that's my numero uno for uh, El Kobich. Top five. The old top five. <laughs> Too shy of top 10. Um, all right. And we had, so we then, and then just to close the loop on the Kobe segment, um, where does Kobe rank all time? 
and I don't like, I'm not saying a specific number, but you know, is it, well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you answer, but I, I mean, it's a tough one. I can, yeah, I'm going to answer with a bit of a question too. Is it, so oh. yeah, I, I still think, uh, I still think M- MJ and LeBron are a notch above Kobe. I, I think the two of them are, two, two of them are better. And then, so I, I'm saying to myself, do I put Kobe in the three slot? And then, and then I, then I say, is Kobe, is he, is he better than magic? Is he better than bird? Is he better than Dr. J? Uh, is he better than Durant? Like, I, I don't know if, if, if I don't feel like, yeah, he was distinctly much better than those guys. I don't think he was worse than those guys, but I, I, I kind of, I look at those guys who I name there and I put them in there. I think from a playing ability, I'll think they all had great characteristics, but as an overall team player, I kind of like the other guys better than, than Kobe. I, I was never a real huge Kobe fan, so that's probably a skewing my response a bit. I know that's why. I mean, it is hard not to be jaded, right? Because that's I'm the same way. Like I, because I didn't like him, and because of all those early comparisons or even late comparisons to to Jordan, I just couldn't wrap my head around it. But I, I did try and think about this a little bit this week, and and really put it in perspective to who and what he was as a basketball player. And you know what? He was, I think, 12 or 13 time All Defensive Team. Uh, never won Defensive Player of the Year, but was uh, yeah, it was something. It was it was a double double digits of all defensive team. Which so he was a complete basketballer. He had the exact same will and desire and dickishness that Jordan did, which I think made him great. Made probably his teammates better. Even though you will not find during his playing days too many guys that enjoyed playing with Kobe. I mean, they just didn't. But then you look at five championships. Now, yeah, the first three were with Shaq, where Shaq was the MVP of all of them. Uh, and I mean, Kobe wasn't the sidekick, but he was, he was one a for sure. I mean, Shaq was unbelievable, uh, back then. So that's, you know, again, I think that's just, it's just weird. Like I, I always think like if Jordan was Kobe with Shaq on that team, I mean, Jordan's winning all three of those MVPs. I just, that's just, the, that's a slight difference for me. Uh, so he's certainly not one or two and, you know, guy, but I struggle with LeBron, uh, still to just a quick sidetrack here. And, and I was asked by a, a member of our listening community to remind myself that I basically said LeBron will never be that great. <laughs> he'll be like a, he'll be a, a slightly above average player. I mean, I, again, because I remember when he, we were having this conversation this going way back to when LeBron came in the league and I was like, Oh, fuck, you know, he's a young high school punk. He's not going to be as good as everyone says he is. But so, yeah, I mean, I may have missed, I may have been slightly off on my LeBron <laughs> critique as a, uh, as a young buck, but yeah, I would definitely put him ahead of Kobe, uh, even though Kobe's five championships to LeBron's three. But LeBron, yeah, I mean, LeBron's it's a, it's a different type of player, obviously. He's a freak. Um, yeah, but then, yeah, see, I struggle with moving past like a Magic or a Bird. I think people forget how great those guys really were. And like I look at the, both those guys, they would easily play in today's NBA, no problem. And they wouldn't rest. Yeah. Yeah, and they wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't rest, and they'd still do what they did. And that's not to say Kobe would obviously Kobe would have done well in their generation too. But I, it's so tough to compare that. So I would say for me, Kobe's probably a top seven. Like that's where I'd have him somewhere between four and seven is where I I I think he. I think he'd end up. Um, And that's probably not fair. And thank goodness we don't have any downloads in LA, so I don't think I think we're safe. I don't think there's any (laughs) any possible way this comes back to haunt us. But. yeah, like maybe, and you know what? And if, but if someone said, "Hey, you know, I think he's nine, and there was an argument for it, yeah, I could probably, I could, I'd buy nine. I wouldn't go. No, he's he's no worse than than seven. Yeah. I just, but clearly, all time great. Clearly impacted the game, and 
yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it is a tragedy and it's just, yeah, brutal for everyone involved in that. So there it is. The Kobe, uh, the Kobe montage, the Kobe, uh, farewell. We memorandum. Memorandum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus grappola. I like that dickish dickishness word you threw in there. That's, Dude, that's a new one. Right? Dickishness, yeah. Dickishness. By the way, speaking of your enunciations from last week, Joe, Joey Logan, MD, <laughs> Marilyn Joey was not happy at all with your inability. And then he jumped on me because I didn't catch you when you said Trevor Kelsey. <laughs> Trevor, he, he just changed his name. Now he's a country Dude. singer. He's a country singer now. <laughs> well, I think Travis, Trevor, same thing. But yeah, uh, we, uh, we'll work on Kitch's uh, enunciations for sure. All right. So listen, oh, I'm not even, uh, where are the wraps right now? What are we doing? They won. They won by 17. It's all over. It's all over. Yep. Oh God. Uh, so watching the end of the game here. So at the end of the game, oh, nurse walks. Tiakam at 30. I know he let it up. They kept him on. They kept him on until four minutes ago. Like that. What did Freddie have? Freddie. Oh, 16. Freddie was 16 and a half tonight. You dummy. <laughs> uh, Larry, Larry, Larry. Larry. Yeah. All right. How about uh, Powell? Powell got anything long. late? I don't think Powell got anything late. Army, that's uh, not looking great. For where is it? Oh, no. oh, tw- oh, 12. That's not gonna oh. not a winner. He was 13 yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, those of you listening, we were talking player props, which don't bet the player props. <laughs> Zach, if you're listening, don't don't bet the player props. So, I think at the end of the game here, too, just as a bit of a side. So, nurse comes on the court at the end of the game and uh walks out to the middle of court and puts his hand up to wave to the to the to Casey, puts his hand up, for, holds his hand up for a good, probably solid two minutes. So obviously Casey like didn't acknowledge him, didn't like, and they, just, he just stood in the middle of the court with his hand up and like waiting, smile, smile on his face, waiting for. Sour grapes. That's Casey. You know what Casey's thinking? That's his team. Mm-hmm. That's his team. That's what Casey's thinking. Minus Kawhi. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, good. Yeah. So good dubs. For the, so this, is, this will lead us right into our raps recap, which will be yep. brief tonight. Yeah, um, very brief. I mean, yeah, they dump, they dump trucked. Two shitty teams. Well, I guess they didn't dump truck Cleveland, but they never felt like they were going to lose that game. Uh, can and, I make Can I make mention that we're we're, we're good against teams below no, five hundred? No. Joey, this is that's two strikes now for Joey Maryland. <laughs> He's not going to like this at all. Uh, good yeah, test. So I, we got Indiana Indiana game on Wednesday. That's that's I'm looking forward to that one. Going to that back one. Back to back. Oh, we have Chicago in between. Are you looking forward to Chicago? No, I'm looking forward to Chicago. No, I'm just saying. We have, we We're looking Chicago forward to Indy. We're looking forward to Indy. So I, I, I oh, want to see that. I want to see it. What's that? Wednesday, oh, Indy, yeah, Wednesday, 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 Friday. Wednesday, Friday. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm interested to see. We'll see how Depot's back. I want to see what he looks like. And uh, that's it. that'll be our first test in a little while here. So I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, a formal opponent. Well, because I'm studying the actual the entire sport, I don't just watch the Raptors. I actually watched the uh, Pacers game the other night, or parts, I shouldn't say I watched it, but I watched parts of it. And uh, Old Depot, yeah. I mean, he looked. It looked like he hadn't played in a year and change. So he'll. Uh, but I mean, they're. I mean, all of a sudden now, if he comes back in any kind of form, oh. I want to. I don't know why you want to meet that team in the first round of uh, of the playoffs. I think based on last week's pod and today's, I don't think you want to meet any team in the first round of the playoffs. I'll take Orlando. Okay, I'd right. be happy to play Orlando or whatever eight seed shows up here. Yeah, either one. Yeah. But after that, I agree. After that, it's it's no. It's no good. Um, look, you got the Jamaican cough. Ah, yeah, dry cough. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's it's the Jamaican cough. I had it. I had it for a few days. <laughs> oh, I loved your. I loved your your opening to the last podcast at two a.m. <laughs> so it was a little sluggish. A little sluggish. Yeah, not uh, not my best. You know, I don't need. I 
I've learned now at uh, 46 years of age, I don't need to close the bar every night. I really, really don't. Yeah. But I, I, I blame my, uh, my buddies, Orso and uh, Johnny. They, uh, they wouldn't say no. <laughs> That's a problem. I'll just say no. I kept saying, let's have one more. And all I do is say no. And would have been, I would have been doing that thing at 12. Yeah, I, I've learned you have to say no and then run. You can't say no and discuss it. You say no and then run. oh yeah, yeah. That's the smart, just the no and turn and go the other way. Yeah. Definitely smart. <laughs> yeah, you know me. You know me better than Orso and I do. And John. I do. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, wraps heading into the All Star break. In I mean, what was that tonight? Ten in a row, nine on the road. I think yeah. That's what's, what it was, right? what's the deadline? Trade deadline is Feb sixth. I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, a it's week next today. week. It's next. Yeah. yeah. It's. Uh, it's next week. Uh, I mean. I mean, Gasol's out here again, right? So uh, I don't think we see him again before the All-Star break, which is no. fine, right? Which is well, totally we, fine. We see him again in a Raptors uniform. Well, I mean, this goes back to, oh, but yeah, well, we'll talk about this. This is what, dry, this is what, this is for my what drives me crazy segment coming up. Uh, listen, I'm of the opinion that you can't, I, and it kills me to say it, but you can't, you can't break this team up right now. The one ten in a row, it's like when it's like with the Bulls when they said they won, right? We've earned the right to defend. Yeah, I guess you kind of have to say this team has earned the right to defend. So, yeah, and there's and there's nothing to go get, as we've discussed previously. Um, you know, we don't need a Chris Paul. He's the biggest name out there that's maybe available. That would, that would do us absolutely no good. Uh, so yeah, this is it. I, we're we are who everyone thought we were. <laughs> or are. Thanks, Thanks <laughs> So, yeah, let's, uh, let's ride the lightning and see if we can avoid, I'm telling you, avoid the Sixers in round two. Let's get the Celtics round two and let's move on. Yeah, right, we're, healthy. Well. we're healthy. We're we look, we look, healthy. We look solid. We look solid when we're healthy. I look forward to sitting in our same seats in Milwaukee for game one of the Eastern Conference <laughs> Final. We can talk to the same people who have those season tickets right behind us. Yeah. Your pen pal. They give a pen pal. Good friends. Yeah. Good friends. Yeah, pen pal. It's nice. Uh, All right. So that's it. Quick wraps recap. Uh, Now, here we are to the most overshadowed, almost non-event Super Bowl leading up to it that you'll ever see. Thanks to, uh, well, obviously the, the untimely event. So, which, I mean, it's amazing. It's gotten absolutely no press. No, this it hasn't. It's been yeah. buried. Like usually, you know, you get the snippets on, you know, whether it be Sports Center or you know TSN, Sportsnet, whatever it is. Like you'd hear, you'd see like these cast of characters that you don't normally see, or you know, you get to know the players, like their personalities. I haven't seen anybody. I didn't see any part of Media Day, and that's nope. all because of the Kobe stuff. Yep. Right, and and every question that's being asked to them, or I shouldn't say every question, but a lot of it. There's a lot of Kobe talk at, at the NFL. Like he's just dominating uh, the entire uh, sports sphere at the moment yeah so let's get and this is although this is not part of our backyard gambling we will we'll leak into that but let's uh let's as best we can without really knowing much what we're talking about let's break it down casey i still like casey i know i know you uh are leaning the other way even though you got your money on casey now i still it still comes down to to me it comes down to Mahomes over over jimmy i think I think Casey's defense is solid. I think I think Casey will do their their best, and I think they'll be relatively successful at stuffing the run. And if Casey can stuff the run a bit and force 
uh, Jimmy to pass. Then I think it comes down to Jimmy versus Patrick. And I think Patrick's got uh, a leg up on, on, on Jimmy in that sense. So I'm sticking with Casey. I, uh, I, I just, I like their explosive power on offense and uh, I'm ho- hoping that Reed figured out a way to stuff this run, run game from, uh, from San Fran. Well, I mean, that's the, that's the key. If, if the Chiefs don't stop the run, which neither of the last two San Francisco opponents have been able to do, if the Chiefs cannot do that, which I mean, late, as we talked about later in the season, that defense definitely shored up a little bit. Yeah. Early in the season, I mean, they were getting run over as they were, personally they did on the run. So I, and that's the thing, I, I just don't think the Chiefs D is going to stop that run in a meaningful way. Now, the question then becomes, can San Francisco march the ball and actually finish those drives? Are they settling for field goals? I mean, that's what the D, I mean, I think maybe if the Chiefs can be a, a break or a bend but don't break scenario and they can, I mean, that's sort of their best case scenario. Like, I just have to assume the game plan for San Francisco is going to be exactly what it was against Green Bay. Ball control, shove it down their throats. Um, and so I think if they can do that, then I think it's they're definitely in that game. And then I keep coming back to this just has a feel of that Denver Seattle Super Bowl where, you know, it was a, I think the spread at, the, at, um, at game time was two. And I remember my buddy Brock, as we were sitting in Docksiders, said, if I was smart, I'd bet everything I have on the Seattle Seahawks. Because it was just for like it was just sort of that feel of like, oh, something didn't feel right. And that's this I have the same feeling. Something really? doesn't feel right. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm 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 I I think it's gonna be a, a really good, really good tightly fought game. I think I think uh, I think uh, I think this is gonna be one of the better ones. Well, listen, I would love to see a twenty eight twenty seven. San Francisco or uh, Kansas City final that would accomplish both my goals for that game. Uh, and I listen, and that's the thing. Like, I, this is this is a terrible way to be uh, in this environment, but I, yeah, I'm on like I'm wishy washy again, which we'll yep. talk about in my what drives you crazy segment. Uh, because I can't really make up my mind, but I, I swear if I didn't already, if I wasn't already invested in the Chiefs, <laughs> I do think I'd be laying my money on San Francisco. Would I you? really, really do. Yeah. I mean, the offense is, I mean, it's been solid. And then their defense. I mean, again, I go back to the, those first seven weeks uh, of the season. That defense looked rock solid. Then they lost four starters uh, on defense and started to struggle a little bit. And they, you know, they sort of tinkered or they, you know, they, they tailed off in between culminating in that uh, bad home loss to Atlanta. And then, but then after that, they got healthy. And since then, that defense, you know, other than, I mean, the game in Seattle, that was a bend, that was a bend, but don't break scenario where they, they held them at the end and, you know, won 26, 21, but it's not like they were, you know, getting trashed. They, I think that defense is going to be pretty good now, but I, again, you look at, everyone talks about the speed of, of Kansas city and the weapons and obviously Mahomes. If the re, if Kansas city wins, I think it'll be because Mahomes is a mobile quarterback who makes a ton of plays outside the pocket and with either rushing, even though I've got the under 32 and a half. Yeah. That's a uh, victory. Yeah, no, it is. I don't think he'll get to 33, but he might still, he could still run for 25. He'll make plays with his feet, but getting out of pocket or then, you know, those broken plays and he finds an open receiver. Like, I mean, I can, I can definitely see that happening, but uh, I don't, I don't feel, and then, you know, then there's the whole Andy Reed thing, right? The lucky, the, you know, the unlucky loser. 
right? Yeah. That's what he's been his, his entire career, right? Just, and then, you know, he takes a lot of heat for some of his decision-making and a yeah. tight game. Is he going to, is he going to, is he going to screw up the clock management? Is he going to make a bad timeout, a bad challenge? He does scare me. I think he, I think he almost screwed up the, one, of the, one of the two last games and, and they still were able to pull it out. But I think if they lost one of those, one of those two games, there's a lot, there's a lot of people that could have pointed a lot of things that for like, some of Andy's decisions in those games. Why can't, I mean, who's going to know? Why can't you just have, he's got headphones and the technology exists. Just get your guy, get your offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator left ear and then Bill Belichick and you're right. True. Right? No one's going to know. Who's yeah, gonna, true. Who's going to figure that out? <laughs> yeah, just, true. Yeah. Hey, Bill, what do I do? I've never <laughs> been here before. What do I do? <laughs> so, cause, so that's what scares me. But he, like I said, I am, I'll be cheering for the Chiefs. I'm, 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 I'm definitely a Chiefs fan on Sunday. I'm just not going to feel good about it. Yeah. I, feel right, better about, I feel better you. about me bowling 250 in a game before our, our Super Bowling. I'll take the under on. I'll take the under on that. It's gonna be as we under with a minus six hundred money line. I think on that. One. <laughs> oh, I'd like to be in there. Is that plus four fifty for me? Oh, love. I'd, I'd make that bet all day 250? long. Two <laughs> fifty. Seven I've strikes. Seen, I've seen you ball. I've seen yeah. you ball. Those slick lanes of Toronto. Yeah, no. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't know the ball. You don't know the Bermuda lanes like I do. That's true. Actually, I don't. They even grease those things up. I can just throw it straight. You don't need to. You need nothing. Just throw it straight. <laughs> oh my god seven strikes and wow i could i could i'm not saying i'm yeah i agree i'm not a it's not even money i can, I can get to 250 <laughs> totally get to 250 good luck with that should we make that a spreadsheet should we put that sure. in the spreadsheet? sure i'll put that in the spreadsheet yeah but i get the, do i get the plus 450 let's give you uh on 50 you get the plus 450 i'll give you 41 four to one odds 450 oh. is too confusing <laughs> all right yeah spreadsheet it up 50 bucks right. Did you even follow the Pro Bowl? Did you know? Did you even know you won the Pro Bowl? Bet? Yeah, baby, I did. I heard it on the news like three days later. I was, so, I was. That's one of my all of the business came up in there. It was, uh, <laughs> so, so always, I. always bet the favorite. They always win. <laughs> now, listen, you can't, you can't win them all. Apparently, I can't win a spreadsheet bet. But yes, <laughs> you cannot. Right. You cannot. Can't, can't win them all. Uh, all right. Oh, I've lost our. Oh, here's our agenda. Okay. Uh, all right. So, wraps recap. Super. So, predictions. So you predict the Chiefs. I am going to predict the Chiefs as well, because only because I want to be aligned. I want to be aligned with where my money's at. I'm going to, even though I don't like it. How can you predict it? All you've been talking about is how you, you like San Fran. You can't go ahead and just predict the Chiefs. That's where your money is, but that's not your prediction. No, I guess technically that's correct. Well, <laughs> if you'll even, even arguing the fact as to why the Chiefs are going to win. You can do that. You can argue against, against it. How your bet's a terrible bet, and now you say, oh, I'm going with the Chiefs. Well, you got to go with San Fran then. I don't have to. It's like a defense lawyer. He argues against his client's innocent, knowing full well he's not innocent. <laughs> yeah, I just argued for the. But I don't have to. Uh, Maybe no, so, like Orso. Orso, <laughs> train wreck he is. Uh, Orso, I'll see you. In, I'll see you in uh, Philly, not San Fran. <laughs> I'll see you in Philly. Uh, no, I, my prediction is that the. Niners will throw Jimmy will throw a late pick six to seal a victory for the Chiefs. So right. anyway, I think so. I honestly think that is the probably the one way that they do win is if Jimmy doesn't have a great game and makes a few mistakes and the Chiefs capitalize and, and get some. But that's yeah, that's what I'm, I'm banking on that. No, it's a tough thing to bank on, but all right, we'll see. Okay. I just see it. It's gonna be 46 7. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because I do believe there's a couple, as we get into backyard gambling and we start talking prop bets, I do believe there are 
there's a few good Chiefs prop bets. So now, Kitch, why I can't believe as the as the gambling guru of the group, why why have you done no research on the prop bets? You know the games on Sunday. Time. Right? Got time. You got basketball tonight. You got OHL hockey tonight. You got to get on that action. I'm on the OHL tonight. Still, basketball, you know football. What? football comes tomorrow. I get out. I pull it all out tomorrow. Get everything laid out. Yeah, I really, I really don't think you should ever talk to anyone about any of their issues as an individual when you're betting <laughs> OHL hockey. For our for our UK listeners, which I think there's one, um, OHL is Ontario Hockey League ice hockey for for their they they call it uh, field hockey, but they refer to hockey as ice hockey. So it's ice hockey at the junior level, at the 16, 17 year old level. That's there's some eighteen year olds. There's some eighteen year olds too. Have you ever influenced a OHL player to? Uh... I've got three billets. I billet three kids in my house. And... <laughs> We have, long, yeah. we, have, we have long talks every night after the game. Are they now independently wealthy? <laughs> All right. So here we go. Player props. So, Kitch, you've done absolutely – oh, I'm going to go to – here we go. Well, we, uh, have our, we have our spreadsheet picks from last week. So should we remind the, the yeah, listeners? Let's, let's, the recap. let's and we, recap. And we, we should recap uh, the spreadsheets too. The spreadsheets on the uh, – on the. Uh, the, yeah, the betting one for yourself. So I, yeah, I didn't have it with me last week because I was, I was traveling. And I, so I pulled up the – somewhere here. I pulled up this week. Oh, there we are. And the gambling spreadsheet, Bart sits at a tidy minus $400 in the spreadsheet. <laughs> Deno was up 300 because Deno we, – we've already cashed in the Van Fleet not making the All-Star game. So whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, not yeah, that's, yet. That's not cashed yet. in. That's cashed no, in. It's early, early days for that. I'm, I'm six. I'm six short injuries away from that being a uh, a cashable bet for me. The AFC NFC Pro Bowls. Yes, yeah, so you're minus four hundred. Kitch is up a hundred, and Deno's up three hundred. So uh, yeah, you have yet to win a spreadsheet bet. Well, can I add the unless you can bowl two fifty one? I think uh, I'll give you two fifty. Oh, two fifty one. I'm going to push it at two fifty. You can have the two fifty if it's right. Uh, two is a winner. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, all right. Well, more incentive. Uh, where could I got you? Can I get you at two twenty five? Would you make the same bet at two twenty five? No, it would have been four to one. But I probably would have given. I probably still would have said two to one at two at, at two twenty five. Let's get to know. It's good to know now. In hindsight, <laughs> um, can I? Any chance I can deduct uh, the fourteen balls of red wine that went got charged to my room we, we, for dinner we Friday night? We over that, <laughs> there's only two and a half of you drinking red wine. So <laughs> two and a half of you drink fourteen bottles. <laughs> All right, well I'll work it back. I will work that back. All right. So uh, did you? Did, are you going to take the? Uh, Reminded of the initial prop bets that we made. The initial prop bets, uh, the four that we put out each of us last week, and and are still, still there. And these are the spreadsheeted ones. Uh, you have total passing yards. Kitch's Kitch's picks were total passing yards under under five hundred forty. It's combined. Uh, Travis or Trevor, whatever you want to call him, Kelsey first touchdown <laughs> at eight to one. So that's a bit of a swing for the fences. One wait, first touchdown of the game at eight to one, and then Kittle like and Sam. One. Kittle receiving yards under 70 and a half and Samuel receiving yards under 57 and a half. So that goes back to the, uh, the Jimmy having trouble throwing the ball to his receivers for the game. So you could, you could spin that many different ways. I, I took the two receivers. You could spin it on, 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 uh, Jimmy's total number of completions, number of pass attempts and whatever, whatever you want to throw that way. But I just, I'll play a few props based on that theory. Okay. David Bart, Bart had Mahomes over 302, and a half yards passing. Love it. Under 32 yards rushing. Love it. One. Love it. Uh, 
Yellow mustard, mustard over 67 and a half yards rushing. Okay, so in the words of Fond and Elm, I'm 110, I'm 110% in on that one. That's my play of the weekend. <laughs> really? Play of the weekend. All right. Be careful, Zach. And then uh, <laughs> his fourth pick was Garoppolo under 22 <laughs> completions. Garoppolo. Under, under Love that one, by the way. Do you know, um, and since, and I didn't make the bet at the time on Garoppolo, but uh, it's now 19 and a half. Oh, Really? So when I called it out last week, it was that 22. It was? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I think I moved the line. I think people were listening to the pod and I moved the line. <laughs> you should have got on it. You should actually bet, <laughs> should, bet before you release it to our, I might bet the to over our 16 listeners. Uh, <laughs> okay. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. <laughs> uh, okay. So, well, here's what I'm going to tell you what I've done since then. Did I, sorry. Yeah. Did you say I, I didn't have Mahomes over uh, completions? Just here passing. passing. Oh. Only have four. Well, I've made that bet since. I love the Mahomes over 25 and a half completions. He's going to dink and dunk his way all over. He's going to, th- first of all, he's thrown it 50 times. I will, I love him throwing it a ton. And he will get t- 25 and a half. It's my second five star lock of the weekend. He's going to complete 26 passes. I guarantee it. Uh, this evening, I made a Debo Samuel to score any time. Score anytime at plus one thirty-seven. Okay, Debo. Where, where'd that one? Do you know from? who he is? I do. He's a receiver for the for the Niners because he's yeah, he's got he's one of my he's one of my unders. Yeah, well, but he can be under. Where, where, yeah. did, where did he come from? Like, what 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 made you think of that? I don't know. I just had a just random. I had a feeling. Nah, you know, you listen. You listen to so much shit, and you read so much shit during the week that you, things get in your head, and all of a sudden, now I just think he, like Simmons had him. Uh, at 25 to one to, to pursue bull MVP. It's like, yeah, okay. It's not a horrible bet. I don't think, <laughs> uh, uh, this is uh, one of my favorites, uh, total. Oh no, no, total punts. Yeah, I got this right. Total punts under seven and a half. There will not be eight punts in that game. <laughs> you, you, you want to have a terrible, you want a terrible bet to track. Like, oh, you've got like, can we punt in the first who, uh, how many punts were in the first quarter you better get a marker and, and take stuff off in your hand so you, you know can what? actually track that I disagree you know once you have your bets and that's what you start looking for trust me every third down will be even bigger for me now and I'll be screaming <laughs> go for it on fourth downs yeah uh, but I do like under the will not punts under seven and a half I hate yeah, that I, one I, I, don't need that. Over, I don't need overtime I don't want overtime so <laughs> now I make this same bet every single year coin toss no Oh, no, different one. So I have KC to win the first half and then the game to go to overtime at 50 to 1. Oh. <laughs> I just processed that. <laughs> and then, sorry, that's not 50. Sorry, that one is uh, 40 to 1. Then I do, so then I do the same thing for San Francisco. So San Francisco to win the first half and then tie. Okay. Uh, and that's also 41. And then I do my, the one I, I, I look forward to getting someday at 50 to one is the tie tie, tied half, tied, tied the end of the game. <laughs> every year. All right. All right. For our novice gamblers out there, don't make these one of your first bets. Like, like maybe sit back for a year and watch and just track it. See how it yeah. actually goes. See how it actually goes. Uh, I don't think the sharps in Vegas are making these bets. Oh, I yeah. I don't think so. Uh, and then I am first play of the game pass. Desperately hoping that Kansas city gets the ball first. 
what's what's uh, what's the line on that one? First, plus one twenty. Plus one twenty. First game. Yeah, pass. Kind of like betting the coin toss, but you're getting some positive juice. I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's is, better. Yeah. Don't, don't do the coin toss in that one. Because they're the same sort yeah. of thing. Well, I agree. It, it is a, that is a that's the epitome of a coin toss. Other than I guess there is some. Is there some weighted uh, analytics that would suggest? So I wonder what that is. So it, I guess the, it's a coin toss that San Francisco wins that they get the ball first, but then it's less than a coin toss if San Francisco gets the ball first, that they're going to throw it first, right? The odds yeah. are they're going to run it first. So that's how I guess. Oh, excuse yeah. I know, this is not an analytics course, so let's not, uh, let's not delve too far. <laughs> slacker on. We'll get slacker on for that. <laughs> no, one. Slacker. Like, well, if you can put down his book, we'll get slacker on it. Uh, <laughs> by the way, slacker, I think your wife has a drinking problem at, at uh, weddings. <laughs> Fun Jen, I love Fun Jen. Fun Jen, fun Jen had a great time. She did. Uh, so Fun yeah. Sue, actually. Fun Sue did oh, too. Fun Sue, part of the threesome. She was awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah. For, then what do we have? I've got. I think. And then I think it goes in. Oh wait. Oh, this is a bit. This is now. I'm getting. I'm getting a little gamey on this one. But I got uh, Raheem Mostert to score two touchdowns or more, plus three fifty. Don't love that one as much. You know, I like that one more than than some of the other ones, actually. Like what, they, the punts? Yeah, that's probably the one of the punts. It's mustard. Like, if they're going to win, they're going to win by around the ball. So, yeah, I can see mustard getting two touchdowns. I, I, I'm, I'm okay with that one. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, I'm glad you like it. Uh, yeah. Then I'm also on Mahomes over 36 and a half uh, passing attempts. That, again, free. That's free, 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 free. So I love, I actually, that's one of my bigger wagers. I love that one. Uh, oh, apparently I doubled down on the Mahomes uh, over 25 now. So I think that, yeah, that gets me into, to, so that's everything I've done since last week. So those are the ones I like, yeah. but I still love Mostert. And since, oh, by the way, I moved the line again on Mostert. I, last week it was 67 and a half yards. Yeah. Uh, total rushing yards. It's now 73 and a half. It's gone wow, up six I yards. can't believe the movement there. Shows you how much money comes in on the. Uh, it seems like a lot. That's a lot. lot. That's a big, that's a big, yeah, well, the power of the pod, power of the pod, <laughs> the pod father has moved the line. <laughs> the pod father. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm the first one to use that one, but I do like it. That's a good, I, do, I do like it too. That's, that's a good one. I've heard pod it. Father. Oh, well, there you go. Well, this is your first ever podcast. So, True. uh, all right. So Kitch, do you have any, um, quickly, cause we have nine minutes before we're going to wrap this up. So let's go. Do you have anything else for, um, gambling backyard gambling nope. this week? Nope. No, that's it. Okay. Uh, all right. Well then that, gets right into what drives you fucking crazy uh, by the way that's the first time i've used the f word my wife was a little uh she claims i swear quite a bit on the podcast i don't think i think it's my first time i've uh said something outside the normal uh, dialect of english that is not offensive so or that is offensive yeah, yeah. So there you go. i've heard you swear before on the podcast i know i have but not i don't think this one anyways listen we don't oh, have time for this we don't have time for this. what's dickishness is that it's not a swear it's like saying hell okay you dick. If I said you fucking dick, then it's, yeah, it's definitely swearing. <laughs> uh, okay. Are, are you leading us off or you want me to go? You, you lead off. Okay. So uh, I had a totally separate one until I went for a beer uh, after work today with my buddy uh, Stover. And he pointed out that he's a, he's been listening. I think he's listened to all of them, which is great. I love that. But I, what I did not care for was his feedback about how he has been uh, thinking to himself that he needs to be conversing or uh, communicating with you to remind you of all the things I am doing wrong 
on the podcast and, and or, or I'm not even should say wrong, but that I've been contradicting myself quite a bit in my opinions and views and gambling prognostications that I've changed. And apparently I'm like the wind. I can blow any which way on any given day. So I'm sitting there going, you know what? How about this? First of all, I didn't ask you. Second of all, go to my Twitter page, our Twitter page and leave it like, leave it, leave a reader feedback. Leave, give me something so we can, act, but don't just ruin my afternoon at a bar by telling me what, you know, how we would like to be talking to one of my co-hosts, but all the shit that apparently I've contradicted myself over the last 10 podcasts. I just don't think that's appropriate. And I will, when I see him at bowling on Sunday, I will, I will let him know that he's prominent. He's now been prominently featured and that he is part of what, uh, he's part of my high blood pressure, which so, is official. So Stover wants to talk to me. So he wants, wants, he wants to, to talk to you to tell you so that when you can call me out when I've done all these things, like, you know, when I'm saying to the raps, raps, fuck, we got, you know what, we're going to trade them up, get rid blow of them. Up, blow it up. We got to keep them together. We got to keep them together. We got to blow them up. No, we got to keep it together. Keep them together. Yeah. You know what? F you, Stover. <laughs> I don't need it. Uh, so yeah, so there you go. That's what uh, my buddies who think they should be helping you tear me down on my own podcast. Yeah, drives me fucking crazy. I think there's a long history of that. And I <laughs> long before the podcast. True, yeah. true. It might be payback. It might be. All right, you're up. All right, you want mine? You ready? Well, yeah, quickly. We, we're you, TikTok. Oh. Mine is on some of the new age parenting there nowadays. Oh, okay. Here we go. So, like, if you're at a restaurant and kids are running wild, or and 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 you're in a in a place of uh, got to be relatively quiet, and you got these kids running around. We're the parents. I'm, on, and then it, it ties into then we're on the plane on the way home. <laughs> Flew on wing on the way back from uh, from Jamaica. Oh boy, great great airline. Within four rows of us, front and back, there was five full-on screaming kids the whole flight. It was it was actually laughable. It was so unbelievable. And the kid in front of us, who's a, who was who's an, a toddler, probably about two or three years now, so they have to have their own seat. Sit in their own seat. Seatbelt sign comes oh, on. Mom, they, put, mom, oh, they they mom, have to. Mom puts puts the the toddler in her seat, and the toddler. Mom, pick me up. Mom, pick me up. Mom, pick me up. Not for for a good, probably fifteen minutes, nonstop, full on screaming that to to her mom. Her mom is ignoring her. Her mom is not paying attention to her. Her mom's not calling. Like her mom's trying to coddle her a bit. I want a good stern. Stop that right now. Like what? What happens? Let's, let's reason. Let's try to reason with our kids. We don't want to yell at them. Ah, like look look at all of us. We all got yelled at, and we knew when we were supposed to shut up, basically. And that. That that has gone by with a lot of the recent parenting sort of generation, I find. So, yeah, you so, know what? I, so let me ask. So, is that because you're in the confines of an airplane where you can't well, really get away from that situation? Compounded. That magnifying? Yeah, it was compounded, compounded exponentially. Right. Exponentially. So, do you? Like, at what point do you believe that you're maybe the common denominator to some of these things? <laughs> uh, I mean, last one, there was an airplane issue that. with old people. Now, now there's an airplane issue with young people. I've seen you interact with people your own age. What is there a group that you actually can can uh, get along with? Well, my wife did have a very stark talk with me on the plane about about um, my patience and, and whether I whether I have any any length with my patience or whether my patience is a little short. So maybe that's it. Why would you think that? I don't. This, I don't think Sue knows you that well. That's weird. <laughs> that's interesting. All right. Well, listen, uh, I must admit, I do look forward to this more than, uh, 
anything else because I just want to know what other group of people you're going to offend. Now, granted, the two and three year olds, I don't think they'll be a while before you hear from them. But, not them. It's, uh, it's the parents. It's not even their fault. It's not the kid's yeah. fault. It's the parents' fault. It's the parents' fault. The parents got to, like, you know I, what? I agree. Stop doing that. Yeah. You raised yeah. your kids that way. I know that. I saw that for first hand. They were scared of you. Goddamn right. <laughs> Johnny, go to bed. Go to bed. It's 11, it's 11 o'clock. Go to bed. Uh, all right. Listen, quickly. Any other business? You want to bring something up that we talked about once already? I got a few things. So let's, let's, oh, oh we're going to skip the All Star. What about the All Star? Not... What about the All Star? Oh. Are we skipping the All Star? We'll, we'll do that next week before they, we got lots of time to do the All Star stuff. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I got a few things, but we'll make them quick. Uh, Slacker Marathon. So oh. I, I went back and listened to the last pod. Yeah. And in the last pod, I said, so you said, when's your on the marathon? I said, it might be May, but it may be October. I said, maybe October was in that statement. You said, all right, 408. So we're back to 408 now because October was mentioned in that did, previous pod. Did Stover get a hold of you? Because you're doing exactly what yeah. just drives me crazy. I was actually listening to the last two pods on my dog walk today and, and heard that. And I thought, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> I doubt your dog walk was two hours, but okay, we'll suspend reality. <laughs> and you're dog walking for two hours. Okay. Uh, all right, listen, 408. 408, back to 408. Said, based on what I saw a slacker in Jamaica, I feel okay. Yeah, I, I still feel I okay. Too. I would yeah. too. Uh, all right, that's one. Uh, Brady, Tom Brady. We're gonna we're gonna touch base quickly on him. Trainers infrastructure already in Southern Cal. Family short short plane ride from Southern Cal. Buddies Matt Damon and back Ben Ben Affleck been working out there. Can make it can make try to make football matter in L.A. if he goes that way. He, it's starting yeah. to show a little of signs. I think it's starting to line up that way a bit. I agree, and we we will get into NFL free agency somewhere down the road here. Um, but I agree, like. The, yeah, he's he's not he's not playing in New England next year. Write that down. I will not flip flop on that. Silver, yeah, I think so. you, you won't, He's not playing football in New England. I I, I have a strong feeling he's not as well. All right, okay. point, three, two, point three. This is this is point three, this is it. You're done. I'm, I'm no, shutting yeah, you down. Oh, for Memphis eleven and three in January. How about those Grizzlies? Eleven and three in January. Memphis Grizzlies into the playoffs. Yeah. I know. They're, it's it's unbelievable, and they're fun to watch. Ton of fun yeah. to watch. Love it. it. And point four, biggest one for me this the past week, Crowder. What are you doing shooting that three? Like all these people say, oh, it's kind of rough. I he deserved a shot to his chest. Well, considering how life in the NBA has changed now, and like it's it's automatic inside twenty four seconds, <laughs> the game's out of reach. Well, they're up. They're up. The forty eight seconds ago, they're, they're yeah. up by eighteen. It's over. He steals over. a pass. Like why is he even there trying to steal a pass? But he steals yeah. a pass, and the other guys aren't even really trying. And then he backs up to shoot the three. I'm thinking, you know what? You deserved a shot in your chest. All these people are defending him. I, I'm, I'm all for the guy you know, popping him. For yeah, that. I agree. So There's, like we're basketball's got a few unwritten rules like baseball, and, and that's one of yeah. them. And that's yeah, a douche, that's, that's a douche move. Yeah. All right. Well, all speaking right. of douche moves, douche moves would be me missing what I wanted to watch, and so I'm not going to do that. We're done. Not only am I top in the pod right now with Kawhi taking us home, I'm not even talking to you after. We're done. We got to talk. It's all no. We're not talking. It's over. All right. Listen. Uh, Episode 10 or nine, Johnny, I can't figure out which one it is. Uh, I think it's nine, but 10 overall with the intro. So it's nine plus one. Johnny, stop bugging me about it. Uh, we got We got to talk it. about that road trip. The road trip we got to talk about. So, Oh, yeah. Next pod. Yeah, we'll, we'll get right. We'll, not we'll not, not with the pod, that. with you and I. We got to figure out what we're doing. Just you and I. Oh, well, we'll talk about that in the pod too. But yes, okay. Got it. All right. Kawhi, take us home. Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win. 